Hey everybody, this is Dan from Second Nature, and you're listening to Sales and Enablement, the podcast. The show that brings sales and enablement together in one room with my co-host, Crystal Nicosi, to talk about the totally functional and normal working relationship between sales and enablement in today's SaaS world. Grab some popcorn, head a pop, sit back, and enjoy the show. This is Dan Reynolds. I am the sales part of the show and my co-host. Crystal Nicosi, your favorite enabler. And I am clearly the sales enablement side of this podcast. And that, that we even each other out because it's like, if it wasn't for sales, we'd have no enablement. And without enablement, we got no sales. That is absolutely, well, at least not optimized, but enablement optimizes sales. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. We have a very special guest today, don't we, Crystal? We do. And he is uh, one of our own. And I am so excited to have him on. Um, he definitely, you know, was hesitant about coming on the show with Dan and I. But uh, he's, he's a goodie. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. Um, so that way I don't completely take over. Your turn, Nick. Yeah. Um, yes, my name is Nick Sproul. I lead our sales development function here at Second Nature. Um, I've only been with the company for about six weeks now. But um, aside to chat and about building out SCR teams, which I've done a few times in the past. And it's kind of a little bit of a passion of mine. And we're going to talk through some of the kind of things that I'm looking for when I uh, build out teams. So yeah, excited to chat. Awesome. Yeah, it's great timing. Nick, as Nick mentioned, he joined us about six weeks ago and he's building out the SDR function and team from scratch. Uh, it's a pretty big undertaking. Uh, and especially when he has to work with people like me and you. Isn't that right, Crystal? <laughs> Hey, I am easy to work with. Am I easy to work with, Nick? I'm easy to work with, right? Yeah, no, you're you're good. <laughs> yeah. No problems. No problems with Crystal. I, I won't even ask about me, but that's that's okay. We'll say <laughs> yeah, that. We'll say that put him in that awkward situation. Yeah, let's we'll say that for another episode. But I think the interesting thing, of, you know, about the timing of of speaking with Nick now is that again, he's building out the team. Um, you know, the 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 SDR. Uh, function is as important as ever. It's evolving uh, quicker than it ever has before. And I think Nick really has his finger on the pulse of what's happening. So I, I want to, uh, you know, just dive right in. Um, and as you're building out this new team, Nick, what are some of the key traits that you're looking for when you when you hire new SDRs? Yeah, so basically I have my three kind of main traits that I kind of look for. Um, and that's the first one is curiosity. Um, yeah, you have to always be finding kind of new ways to adapt and improve, especially in today's environment. Um, you're always having to do adapting how we're coming across to kind of our prospects and kind of key personas. Um, and that's kind of the next point is you really have to understand kind of whether they're, what their day-to-day looks like and what sort of problems are they trying to solve and they're in their roles. Um, as well as the companies that, that you're prospecting into. Um, number two is you got to have a passion. You got to love what you do. Um, not just when success happens, but kind of everything kind of leading up to it. Um, so I would say 
Um, this isn't like a training ground for someone that thinks they might want to be in sales. Like you'd rather be wanting to put like 110% towards being in, in sales and being an SDR. Um, and that kind of segues into my next point, which is tenacity. Because in this role, like if you're failing 90% of the time, you're doing something right. Um, and you got to always find ways to stay positive and ways to just make it happen. So kind of celebrating kind of the small victories might not necessarily be a meeting, but you could have had a good conversation or gotten some good feedback on maybe a personalized email that you crafted. Um, I think kind of the last one is uh, communication, being an effective communicator um, is, is a huge thing, not just voice and over the phone, but written and as well as being able to portray yourself in, in the right manner um, when you're on video as well. Nice. And and I know you like to dip into different types of talent pools. Um, where have you found, uh, you know, where do you like to look? First of all, where do you like to look for, for new SDRs? Uh, well, typically I like to have at least one person on my team that's been doing kind of that SDR type role for a couple of years. Cause I think it's good to have that person with experience. Um, the team can turn to when they can't always come to me. Um, but other ones I've had success with is people from like the insurance industry or kind of service-based, um, experiences. Um, probably the most successful SDR I've ever had was actually, she was like a child speech therapist. Um, and she, after three months, uh, actually earned a pretty big award with, with six cents, uh, as a BDR rookie of the year last year, which was, which is a great achievement. But, uh, yeah, those are typically kind of the areas that we go to. I know other people have had success turning to people from the education field. Um, because their skill sets just kind of naturally kind of flow um, into sales and kind of that SDR type role and what you're trying to do. Now, do you find, Nick, that, you know, just out of curiosity, do you find that, um, you know, do you find that they're sort of, you know, even though they have all of these transferable skills, um, that they have a a sort of a, a baseline or a foundation of, um, you know, uh, specific characteristics or traits. So even though, you know, they, they might have all of these skills that, you know, transfer and, and are, are fantastic for sales, you know, in, in each of them, they all have this sort of X factor. And like, you know, what do you think that is? Yeah. And for me, um, usually most people hire, it's like, they have that quote unquote factor, like right when you talk to them, um, there's no, you're not kind of waffling like, uh, will this piece person be a good fit or not? Um, but really having, I think having charisma is obviously very important in sales and as an SDR. Um, and that's why I think that number one, that curiosity, you have to be curious about you, your prospects. You have to be curious about kind of what questions are going to elicit the right responses. Um, and kind of my personal motto has always been, be thoughtful and be personal. Um, so there's one thing to like be when you're sending personalized messages, but it's got to be kind of the right personalization. Um, yeah. Right. Can't be disingenuous. That's for sure. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like that a lot because I think, you know, the next, obviously we're in the phase of personalization and not everybody understands what that means. 
And I think that, you know, it's like, it just becomes another template of email, you know, with something that you learned about me from my LinkedIn profile, which is like, you know, great that you made a little bit of effort. It, it gets you, you know, it puts you one step on top of, uh, of just another, you know, cadence that's going out there. But yeah, to your point, I think, uh, I, I I like what you're saying there about uh, about that. It's, it's important. Look, I want to talk to you for a minute about. It looks like your shirt matches your jacket. Can you confirm <laughs> if you're wearing a Jaguars shirt under that Jaguars jacket? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I love, I love my Jags. Okay, so looks like we we got we got a new football fan, Crystal. Well, he's not office. a Cavs fan, so we'll we'll forgive you for that one, Nick. But uh, it is nice to have another NFL fan in, in our presence for sure. I mean, Dan's a Bills fan, so we're not gonna we won't say too much more about that. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, we can we can talk about we can have a whole new podcast about that um, because we have enough stuff to talk about forever now. <laughs> It's great. It's just great. Do you guys watch the draft? Do you guys watch the draft? Like, uh, or do you usually just watch like first two rounds? I'm not interested in any other team in the NFL, to be honest. Like the only team that exists for me is the Buffalo Bills. You know, everybody else is just there for us <laughs> to fill up the schedule with. And, and uh, you know, that, that's my take on the draft. But you know, you know what I – you know what I like about what Nick said about how he structures his uh, his SDR teams is that I feel like there's a common thread there when you're you know when you're building out uh, a football team and you want to have experience in some areas and you can you know sort of take shots you know uh, with, with some with some talent you know that might not be as experienced but ultimately you know you do need to get them all in house and sort of teach them, you know, how, how, how the system's going to work, you know, and I, and I'm curious, Nick, like as a, as a, as a SDR leader, when you first get your, your new team together, how do you like to structure your onboarding? Yeah. Especially now that we're all remote, um, where you don't have the luxury of being in person. Um, I, I do kind of a combination of a bunch of things. Um, obviously, you're going to have your Zoom calls and discussions that way. Um, then I'll have um, like video screen shares of walkthroughs of certain processes or uh, walking through our platforms. Um, luckily here at Second Nature, we're blessed to be able to build out kind of interactive learning courses or tracks. Um, doing role plays with kind of the internal experts um, at the company doing creating kind of going back to those learning tracks and creating quote-unquote certifications around certain topics um, definitely persona-based training that's that's a really key point um, especially in kind of today's selling motion um, and then really just hands-on learning getting into some of the technologies that we're leveraging on a day-to-day basis um, and yeah, kind of bundling that all together kind of creates that 
that kind of that quote unquote perfect kind of onboarding plan. By the way, guys, what's, did you like the way that I, you know, transitioned away from talking about how good the Buffalo Bills are? And I gave you guys a break there and talked about how Nick Structure is SDR team. I'm so excited for football season starting. Yeah, the draft's coming up. But that's the next big moment. But you know what's, what's really cool, Nick, is you're bringing on your new team. Like Crystal and I have been speaking. This is what, what this is episode number nine. Crystal, mm-hmm. already, can you believe it? We're at number nine. I know, it's crazy. And I think the topic that keeps coming back is buyer or, and prospect acumen. And I know that, you know, we, we just spoke, of, you know, Nick just touched on that, uh, you know, talking about knowing who the prospect is and understanding what their role is. Uh, it sounds obvious, but it's not. And I think the really cool part about what we do as Second Nature is that we also really focus in on that. And, and specifically onboarding, you know, our clients are able to shave days, if not weeks, off of off of onboarding. And as a result, you can always sort of draw a direct line, you know, to revenue. Nick, I'm curious. I, I know you mentioned that you're you're slotting Second Nature in there. Um, how excited are you to get to get your team? running with some courses and, and how big of an impact do you think it's going to make up with them? Oh, it makes a huge, um, huge impact is in the past, like either I have to talk through kind of like, all right, this is products and services. This is our talk track. Um, it just kind of speeds up that process where you don't just have to like sit on the zoom call um, and hear me talk or hear me run through slides. Um they can really kind of get that kind of that interactive feel of kind of in basically mimicking that real life conversation that you would have with a prospect. Um, so I think the mixture of those simulations mixed in with some of the other um, things that we can build in, build inside of second nature to kind of enhance what they're learning um, in, in those simulations. I love it. I think, I I think one thing that, you know, um, that I love seeing or that, you know, what second nature can do. Um, and you know, as far as with onboarding is concerned, you know, it, it can become very easy, especially for like an SDR or a BDR, if they're, you know, having a conversation with, um, you know, with a a target buyer and it it can be, you can start sounding like it's an interrogation right? Really quickly. Um, if you're just asking them questions without any context, um, behind why you're asking the question like, Oh, so tell me about your, you know, top three initiatives. And in my mind, when I hear that, I'm thinking like, Oh, they're asking me this so they can eventually tie it back to selling me the product later on. Right. But with a tool, obviously like second nature, um, you can add some context in there and then get scored on, did you add that context in there? Right. Like, did you add like, Hey, Crystal, I read, um, you know, I was reading this article online. Um, it was around, you know, buyer insights and buyer acumen and how, you know, enablement teams are starting to shift in that direction. I think that's really interesting. Have you, have you tapped into that? Is that an initiative for you this year? Like just adding that context is huge. And I think with, you know, again, with a tool like second nature, we're able to do that, you know, and, and, and sound genuine. Um, but we can practice it over and over and over again. So I'm sold. So, um, Nick, I know that uh, that you've just started, you know, your new team, and you've spoken about 
you know, how onboarding has changed a little bit, you know, now that everybody's remote. Um, how do you, how do you work on building a perfect relationship, you know, with your SDRs, they're new, you're remote, just walk us through, through what your thinking is and, and how you build that, you know, the, the relationship there. Yeah. Um, I think it's in this remote environment, it's very important to get to know your employees, both on kind of a professional work level, but also kind of that personal level. Um, so like my team right now, like we all have at least one child. Um, so that's something we can connect with. Like, on the weekends, like, hey, this is what I did with my son. I took my son to the park. Um, so yeah, I gained to know them on the personal level. Then uh, kind of understanding what motivates and drives them. Basically, like, how do they like to be supported? How do they like to be recognized when they're doing a good job? Because every person is different. Um, like, if we're ever doing stiffs, like, it's got to be something that's, that everybody would enjoy receiving if they were if if they were to win some sort of contest. Um, yeah, basically learning how they kind of like to do things. So, like, what are their tips and tricks to kind of maximize their efficiency every day? Um, yeah, them being open to feedback. How they like to receive feedback. Um, just so because that kind of tells me like how can I best support them on on the day to day basis, um, and then kind of the last point is just really setting clear expectations um, through conversations during the interview process, um, hiring then on into onboarding. Um, And this, yeah, this just helps foster that open relationship that will get them to go that extra 1% um, every day to, to get our team to success. Awesome. What are you the most excited about? myself yeah um, like you're building out this team we've all met each other I mean I know that's exciting but like you're with them every day just tell me like with, with the with with the team now and you're just launching you know the you're, you're building out the function what excites you the most uh just that we're really at the ground level and I'm just very excited to get them get them on the phones um to have this conversation because just in my conversations with other sales development leaders, um, there's such a huge need for sales coaching, sales training. Um, and a lot of people just aren't aware that there's something like a second nature even out there. Um, so really a lot of their conversations are probably going to hinge around really just education that, and the differences between some of the other types of sales coaching platforms that exist out there um, and that there, there is something where you can have mimic that real life conversation, but you're not doing it either after a call, you're doing it to really prepare them to have that quote unquote perfect conversation when they do get um, prospects on the phone, because it is hard to get people on the phone nowadays. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I did. And I know that you're pretty active in the, SDR community, um, what are some of the good resources that, you know, out there uh, for other sales SDR leaders and even SDRs that, that, that you've dipped into? Um, I'm in a group called SDRleaders.com, which is run by Sam Nelson. Um, and he's helped build the SDR function out of outreach. Um, so they're one of the, 
most well-known tech companies there is. Um, but yeah, and that there's, and then there's a bunch of leaders on, on LinkedIn to follow. Like I'm a big fan of Kyle Coleman at Quarry and uh, Morgan J. Ingram. Uh, Rev Genius is another great community to be a part in. I've met a lot of people through there that have become actually good friends of mine. Um, and there's always people in there, especially SDRs that are probably going through the same struggle as you are. So it's always good to bounce ideas off each other that way. Nice, nice. Okay, so I think I think we're going to wrap things up here. Crystal, any last words from the enablement side? I am I, I am just absolutely thrilled. Um, I love uh, you know the idea that we're going to have SDRs that are going to go out and they're going to really try to engage with you know some solid sales enablement leaders. Um, and you know I'm glad that they have me to role play with. Uh, that's you know that's really exciting. Um, I can't wait to start doing that with them, but I think, um, you know, I think they're in amazing hands, Nick. I'm excited to see what you do. Yeah, we're, uh, you know, definitely excited to, uh, really show the world what second nature is all about. Yep. Awesome. Look out world. We're coming to get you. So, <laughs> uh, thank you everybody for listening all the way to the end. Um, and, uh, thank you, Nick, for your time. I know it's precious and we all got to get back to it. Right, boss? So thanks again for for listening and, uh, and we'll catch you next week. You've reached the end of another episode of Sales and Enablement, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and feel free to connect with us on LinkedIn at Dan Reynolds and Crystal Nicosi.